Lulu, I'm Maggie, and I'm CJ, and we're GFM, and this is the House of Noise podcast. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of House of Noise. Uh, I believe it was episode 32. It just blows my mind that we have that money under our belt right now. We have a lot more interviews than that under our belt. And at some point we will get some of the older ones back up and, you know, we're intaking oh, a lot right now and doing new ones all the time. So yeah. to try to upload old ones, it makes it a little difficult, but taking it a does. break. We are going to be taking a break from the radio station for a little while. So hopefully we can get caught up on things and get the podcast you know, where I think it should be. Yes, I believe. I believe so. Because I think we are close to, I think we have another at least 30 interviews yeah. ready, ready that we can uh, put on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere around there. I believe so. This interview was uh, a lot of fun. Um, oh, yeah. We are, we on this one, we interviewed GFM. Yeah. Gold, Frankincense, Frankincense and Myrrh. You are stepping on my toes. Again. I am, because I'm on it. I'm on it like the peanut butter I just put on my sandwich a little while ago. Yeah. So, I will admit, I was not super thrilled about this one, but after, you know, doing a little bit of research, I started getting excited, but after talking to them... Young ladies, I tell you. These young ladies, you know, I always get nervous when we have to talk to a Christian band because I am practically an atheist. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, there is no practically you pretty much are. (laughs) I don't know what I am. I don't know what the class love of my life. That's what you are. Listen, I don't like classifications. I don't like being being put into a box. Elitist. So, uh, but, you know, I have my issues with the faith and the religions and the church, so I don't particularly like uh, going that far or going that way or talking about it. But they were a lot of fun to talk to. They were a lot of fun. They're really nice, talented young ladies. They were definitely teenagers. Yes. I mean, the what, two of them were a little bit older. But yeah, they were all sisters. Yes. Which I absolutely adore because I have a sister. They uh, they giggled a lot. They did. They were so <laughs> much fun. They were. Um, we talked about touring. We talked about, um, God, what else did we talk about? I just love their like little cheerleading outfits. Oh, we talked about their cheerleading yes. outfits. But I get now like why... It's their We're uniform. Wearing that? It's their uniform. That's, yes. that's what we asked about yes. when they got to that. Well, also, we talked about their term. This was like three weeks ago that we did this interview. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember their everything. term. Oh, beauty core. Beauty core. Yes. Beauty core. So they coined I the, adore that too. So they, they created beauty core as a, their uh, genre. Yes. Yeah. Or genery, if you, I don't know how you want to pronounce it. <laughs> Genry. Your Genry. Their Genry. <laughs> they just were so much fun. I just love their energy, their positivity, just their like awesome presence. They just, they were just so 
happy. Like, you know, it just was like so refreshing and they just were fun. They were a fun group of gals. And, and, and their mom is their manager. Yes, which is like super cool. And oh, that was another thing we talked about was touring. And well, I already said that, but, you know, the part of touring with your sisters, you know, how difficult that was. <laughs> at times you know and they said that you know it's nothing it was nothing out of the ordinary that you would get at home so that was it was nice to hear that they didn't fight all the time and yeah yeah, i mean they did fight because they're right they're sisters sisters. i mean like i said i have a sister i love my sister but we had our fair share um yeah i mean they have new shirts that are really cute. I'm just looking on their Facebook page, which you should go check them out on Facebook. Um, it says, I love GFM. And it says beauty core of their long sleeve black shirts. And this is beauty core on the sleeve. And I'm like, I feel like I need to get one of those shirts. You need some beauty core <laughs> in your life, huh? I do need some beauty core. But they're just really, very talented and just like fun. I think I need more coffee. I need some more cup of death. Death wish. I need some more cup of death. Cup of death. No, maybe I'm drinking too much. I don't think so. You can never have enough coffee. No, there is a such thing as uh, too much coffee. I'll send yeah. you to the hospital. Just ask Dave Grohl. Um, let's see. Looks like they have some spring tour dates. Oh, let's see. Fort Worth, Texas, Huntington, Arkansas, Norman, Oklahoma, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Des Moines, Iowa, Burlington, Iowa. Well, this is probably on their spring break. Yeah, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Barrington, Illinois, Columbus, Ohio, to Tonawanda, Kentucky, no, New York, and Millersburg, Pennsylvania. Does that bleed into to the summer too? Um, no. no. Their last just, tour date is uh, April 4th. So as soon as spring break hits, they are on tour and they are touring until they go back to school. Yeah. Yes, they are in school still. Yeah. This is the second band we've interviewed that is still in school while yeah. they, and while they play. So, but anyway, I just think people need to listen to the interview and just they'll feel that that little, you know, the innocence and the joy and the happiness and just girls that are happy to be making music and being themselves and out there, you know, being positive in a very, very depressing black world. So I thought it was interesting about their response to playing at churches. Yeah, I thought so too. And that people act, they like, I was like, how are those old grannies, you know, in the front row <laughs> reacted to it? And they said that there's times that they get up and start dancing too. So, which is wonderful. All right. We hope everybody enjoys this interview with Gold Frankincense and Myrrh. RGFM or is their call. Enjoy. Cindy, this is Jenna and Jim from House of Noise. How are you? Hello. We're good. Hi, Jenna. Hello. Uh, we are ready to um, talk to the the girls in uh, GFM. So, um, okay. I I have Maggie, CJ, and Lulu here. Perfect. Perfect. Right. Well, welcome to the program. How's everyone doing? We're doing good. Yeah. You guys are. Yes. Um, we're, we're calling from Michigan, so are you guys out in Florida? Yeah, we're in Jacksonville, Florida right now. Okay. How, how are things down there? Sure, it's nicer than here, more than likely. 
It's kind of cold, but probably not as cold as you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, we got the sun, and it's um, it is melting the snow today. So thank you, Jesus. We can we can be grateful for the small things. <laughs> so I, I wanted to start out by saying and summing you guys up in one word: Wow. You are just, all of you are just a, a very talented and creative young ladies. And I am just absolutely, I, I'm blown away. I mean, you're, the talent you guys well, have is Thank amazing. you so much. Yes, thank you. You are, are now how old are you, how old are you, how old are you, how old are you guys? Um, Gina is 20. Uh, I am, I'm Maggie, I'm 19. And then Lulu is 15. Oh, okay. Wow. So we're yeah, so uh, over. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are you? Let's see. 50. Well, what difficulties does that uh, raise when you guys are touring? Yeah. What difficulties are there? Right. Yeah, with the you know but because being of your younger. age. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we just we try to stay as positive as possible because if you focus on the negative, um, it just kind of puts you in a bad frame right, of mind. Right. And you know, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna. We, when we go on tour, we prepare ourselves to be away from home for a while. So if if you leave in a you know in a bad mindset, you just focus on the negative. Obviously, it's going to be harder. Um, but one of the, the main things that's kind of a struggle is just making sure we get sleep because it can be pretty tough to uh, juggle school and band and all the work we do within, like, whether it's editing or posting or keeping up with social media because, you know, while some people just do it for fun, like, oh, I do, you know, let, let me look through Instagram. When you have a business or a band, you have to kind of do it uh, more, what would you call it? There's more of, like, a purpose behind it like a right. plan and purpose um so when you're juggling all of that and you have to get at least like eight hours of sleep every night it can be pretty difficult sometimes um sure. so we just try to make sure we you know get some sleep especially our mom because she uh does a lot of the driving uh some of the girls are starting to help now but since she does a lot of our driving she gets maybe three hours of sleep every day so we're definitely making sure that everyone's rested because you don't want to get sick because if one person gets sick, basically the whole band's sick yeah. for the rest of the tour. But yeah. school is an important thing that we try to juggle the best we can. Uh, just because we are still all young, we're all still in school. Me and Cedar are in college now, um, and Lou's still in high school. So just really doing our best to get all of our school done. We are all still straight A students, so that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is very cool. Proud of you! Wow, that's awesome. Good does your mom? You. Does your mom always go on tour with you guys? Yeah, so our mom, she's our manager slash driver, and so now me and Cedar driver, we're helping out more. Um, but before we could drive, she just she would drive us everywhere. And so we don't have the difficulty where we get homesick because home is on the road with us. Because yeah. right. um, sometimes our dad can even come. He'll nice. fly out to wherever our shows are and do work there because he travels for his job. So he gets to come sometimes. Um, and sometimes our brother will be able to come to our shows. So we take the majority of home with us. So we don't have to worry about getting homesick. Uh, has mom ever, I'm sure mom is always super worried and stressed all the time, you know, <laughs> taking three, uh, three. Yeah, so it helps that she's not far away from us, so she knows that we're okay. <laughs> That's good, yeah. Well, there's a lot I only of, uh, bring all this up because we had a discussion last night with the guys from Breathing Theory. Breathing Theory, yeah. And they were telling us a little story about uh, somebody getting stabbed. 
And you guys were there. Oh, yeah. That was, we played a show at, I think it was a venue called Cheers. Yeah. And there was a whole like fight in the parking lot, and somebody got stabbed, and the police were called and everything. It was really crazy. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what? So, yeah, they said, definitely ask him about that. And I'm like, all right, we will. So, yeah, I'm sure that was intense. Like, I'm... I can't even imagine because I, I have not been in that situation. Thank God, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to be near that situation. So I'm sure. It was yeah. Scary. You know, it's it's funny. I um, I really appreciate uh, the fact that you guys are really trying to put out that you put out a lot of uplifting and positive messages uh, for your mm-hmm. fans. Do you find that because you guys are are young? Um, that you're really being able to reach out to young people in your age group, or are you able to reach out to maybe a little older, you know, some of the older crowd? It's kind of all of the above. We are able to reach people that are older than us, people that are our age, and then also people that are younger than us. And that's the whole reason that we're doing our band is to create that positive safe space. And everyone that we talk to, we always just tell them that music has no age and it's kind of a universal language. And so it's something that everybody can relate to. Everybody can come together with. And so it's our goal to try and make that safe place and the safe community where people can come to us and um, just let us know how we can help them. Let us know what they're struggling with so we can help them either work through that or just continue like praying for them or um, just like keeping up with them, checking on them. And so it's just a really cool thing because they're coming to us saying our music has helped them. And so that's, it really validates what we're doing. Has there been one that's one um, fan, fan reaction that's been particularly maybe memorable for you that stood out kind of, you know, kind of at the top of the top of the old wow list? And obviously you don't have to say any names. Right. We're not looking yeah, for no. throw anybody out. <laughs> Um, most recently for like, not cause they were struggling with anything, but a fan that like, like blew her mind. It's a guy named Sean Hannigan in Ocala, Florida. And they're like super hardcore GFM fans. And so they brought us to like a ziplining thing and did it for free. Cause he works there. So he got us in like VIP treatment wow. and like, we spent like the whole day, like he just like spoiled us. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, there was just tons of people coming to us saying that, our music has helped them and um, like allowed them to feel like they're worth something and so it's like stopped them from committing suicide or it's helped them stop cutting and it's helped them just overcome these really dark things that they've been struggling with and so um, it just helped them feel like they have a purpose in life again which is really cool yeah so by putting out these positive messages and hearing all these stories is it you know I, I imagine it's therapeutic for you guys as well and you know, helps you with your own problems and situations as well Oh, yeah, definitely. Just knowing that we're able to help people really just keeps us going in it. Because there are some times when you feel like, oh, is, is anything happening with the band? Like, why are we doing this still? Are we even impacting people? And so hearing stories like that just helps us realize that we are here for a reason still. Like, we're still doing this, and we're where we need to be. And so just to put 110% effort to make sure that every person we talk to, if they need it, they can have that same experience where they're brought back to life again. Because we are, uh, I like to add, like, we're our faith-based, our faith-based band, too. Mm-hmm. So that's what we truly believe, that 
Um, we are unapologetically who we are. We love playing heavy metal music, but uh, we are Christians, so we will stand at the table and we want to talk to every single person. Um, I believe that we've done that for every show that we've played for the past how many like four years of GFM, and uh, we're never going to stop, no matter how big we want to get. Um, we want to talk to every single person, so we just have always held that dear to our hearts because we just have a passion for people, and that's what we believe um, is our mission that we want to do. Yeah, well, I mean, you know what? The thing is, is that um, you're honest in your message and you're you're out there doing good and you're spreading the light and you're doing a lot of good things in a, in a very um, dark world. And, you know, the devil's going to try and squash that. But I'm telling you what, the light is brighter than the darkness. So, you know, you guys will always be out there having a presence in, in the world and I think that's really what we all need now and stuff so yeah yeah um now you know I noticed that um I was going to ask you, you guys got to play uh did several uh like some events at NAM and stuff in January uh this past month so what uh what was that like had you ever done that before what was that like being a part of a NAM because NAM is a huge convention. Yeah, there's a lot of people that go to NAM. Um, so we didn't actually play at NAM. We went there for a bunch of meetings we had and we went to interviews uh, and stuff and like being able to get and panels and interviews. So it was it's such a crazy atmosphere there because everybody is it's like walking into a um, room right. and everyone there kind of has the same interest and you all kind of understand each other but it's with different things like if you're interested in like the, it's a broad thing you're interested in and then everybody is interested in their like a little individual thing and they're all trying to talk at the same time and it's like complete chaos oh wow but it's controlled chaos <laughs> Sem- um, semi-controlled so, chaos yeah it's like the it was the second time we went we went last year for the first time oh okay so we knew what we were going into right. um because, like, last year, we were just we went, walked around. We talked to the people who sponsor us. It was just really overwhelming because there was so much to look at, and there was mm-hmm. it was so loud. But this year, we were, we knew what we were going to do. Um, we, like, met with our sponsors again. And um, the coffee cases, they spoiled us this year. They just gave us a bunch of stuff to bring home, and they sent us stuff once we got home wow. that we couldn't, like, take with us. <laughs> so um, a lot of our sponsors, like, spoiled us this year. We were able to meet with a lot of people, go to dinner with people. And we did a lot of interviews. I don't even know how many we did. Wow. Probably so many. It was just, we did too many <laughs> to count. Um, so just in like random interviews too, we had a bunch of plain ones and then like they were spontaneous ones. We got to do like a big panel interview for on JBL's uh, speakers, like oh. set up stage and everything. Nice. Um, and we did a podcast with Gator Cases in their little sound booth thing. Okay. Um, so just fun stuff like that. It was really fun. <laughs> Sounds fun. So um, I bet it was nice just to go, you know, to go with that action plan and know exactly what you, you know, wanted to do um, this year as opposed yeah, to Yeah, exactly. Year and stuff. Because it wasn't as stressful because we knew, okay, we have to get this done. And then after you get that done, you don't have to worry about anything else. (laughs) Right, right. And, you know, being that you guys have sponsorships, um, how, how does that translate into helping you as a band? Whether it be with equipment or, you know, is that really the only thing sponsorship does or does it do other things? 
Um, so our sponsorships actually help us a lot because they, a lot of them support us since day one and they have always been there to help us out, whether it be with, you know, putting on shows and, um, sponsoring the shows or, uh, giving, giving us instrument, maybe equipment or equipment or just stuff to help us out on the road. I know, um, Gator cases, we've literally had their cases for so long and, Mm -hmm. They've just helped us for so long, and um, there's a lot of cross-promotion as well, which helps us on social media because yeah. everybody looks at your numbers, and so having bigger companies share your stuff is really cool. Yeah. So it it honestly just helps with support. You know, it's like anything else. People just support means a lot. <laughs> right, right. What, um, it's really cool because you guys did get to tour uh, internationally, which that had, had you ever been out of the country prior to touring um, over in Europe? Had you ever been any, to any of those countries at all for anything? Or was that your first time being out of the United States? Um, just being with GFM was the first time we've ever been out of the U.S. And we went to Latin Proud the first time in 2018. And so that that festival brought us back last year. And oh, so nice. just being able to go over there, it's, it's such an amazing experience. It's really kind of surreal because you hear all these stories about these big bands playing over there and having these huge crowds. And it's like, oh, well, that can never happen to me. And then you do it. And then you realize, oh, this is actually happening to me. And it didn't happen just one time, but it happened twice. Yeah. And um, just having all these companies that do sponsor us in this case and that we know our stuff won't break. Mm-hmm. Um, like, especially like, you hear all the horror stories about guitars and the entire neck is broken off or oh my the like tuning mechanisms are broken. So like, there's no way to fix it. These things that happen, so you just have to buy a new guitar or stuff like that. And so we have a sponsor called NK Cases and they make stuff specifically for flying overseas and flying on like in airplanes and stuff because they know how terrible that uh, like luggage and stuff can get. Oh, yeah. And so it's like hard cases that are like made specifically so the necks won't get broken and just all this stuff and it has wheels and so it's really easy to carry it through the airport. So just companies that think outside the box but also in ways that they know will help you outside of the box by being in very cool. Are you guys, um, have you signed on any festivals for this year, for 2020 yet? Or um, Right now, the festivals that we are allowed to like announce, they've been announced. We're playing Rockfest in July. Yep. That one's in Cadet, Wisconsin. Um, yep. So that's super exciting. We played that one in 2018, and so... They brought us back this yeah. year, and the headliners are disturbed with Biscuit and Slipknot, so it's yeah. really cool to be on a lineup with big names like that. Yeah. Um, we're playing Life Fest. That's another one in Wisconsin, and oh, okay. it's a bigger Christian festival. And so the headliners, I think, are like Skillet, and I can't remember who else. It's a bunch of like big Christian artists, so it's right. cool to be able to go to both sides yeah. of the market. Um, and so just... I think those are the really big ones that we're allowed to announce right now. There's definitely some that are already established, but we just can't say anything because they right. haven't announced it yet. Yeah, so. yeah we know yeah, how that goes. Yeah. We don't want you to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys' sound isn't like the typical Christian music. So how has the response been from the Christian community? It kind of... Uh, differs. It depends on where you're at, like what kind of people are listening to your music. Typically, there are people who are going to not like your music no matter what area you're in. Right. So 
And that's it. I'm just thinking. Like, everyone, has a, everyone is entitled to their opinion, yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. if you don't like our music, then just don't listen to it. Like, it doesn't matter to us. Right. We have yeah. enough people who do care for our music that we just we focus on them. Um, yeah. So, there are some people in the Christian market who don't like our music, but we just accept it and think it was okay because there are people in the Christian market who do enjoy it and they, um, they're just glad it is another band that they can listen to because there isn't that many heavy no, really bands isn't. that claim to be Christian. Yeah. So they're excited that there's another heavy band they can listen to and that everyone in the general market likes us because we're, we have a positive message and we treat everybody with kindness. And they're like, that's really cool. It's really refreshing. So, so thanks for being you. Yeah. So it's, just, it's yeah. really fun to be able to balance in both markets. I was just curious. You guys play uh, churches. Uh, we were seeing that you guys played a few churches. And, you know, I just, I can imagine that a little lady sitting in the front and, you know, basically like freaking out watching this. It's really surprising, like, who gets into the heavy music. Yeah. There really are, like, these older women that get into it. Which yeah, is, it's, it's really crazy. The stuff that happens at shows really just shocks us. <laughs> That's a yeah. good thing. <laughs> that is a good thing. That is a good thing. You know, I mean, hey, like I always say, Jesus was out there giving his message to anyone. So he he gave it to the worst of the worst. So you know what? It I think it's appropriate and to give to anyone and, and I mean I'm a fan of Skillet and anybody who's ever gone to see Skillet knows they always talk about their beliefs and that you know what they believe to the crowds and they don't ever apologize for it so I think yeah you, know, you can't let that fear of oh maybe it won't be well received you know dictate to you because that's, that's you know that's Satan trying to squash the light you got to just fight it and be like hey it's a great message and it's going to happen because it's a great message and you know like you said, you're, you're, exactly. you're doing a great thing and nothing's going to stop you. So I, yeah. I, I say continue to melt faces because I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, we, we heard that you guys aren't pushy about it either, which is for me, I I don't like when Christians are get super pushy and try to not necessarily force you, but yeah. you know what I mean? Well, Jesus wasn't pushing. Yeah. He, he didn't right. push his message. Like I said, people, you know what I mean. So. I do. Everybody yeah. knows what I mean. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we try to make sure we do as a band. We're going to like present what our message is, what we believe, but we're not going to harp on it. If you don't want to accept it, then like that's totally okay. You can still listen to our music. We'll still um, really appreciate you and all of your support. It's just a safe community that we have. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. you're basically like, you know, here's what we believe here's our music you want to come talk to us we're here if not you know enjoy the music yeah um, yeah I was gonna say um the cheerleading outfits that you perform in um what like do you guys have a reason for that I'm just curious cause you know is it like so, go ahead um so it's just stuff that we like to perform because we like to really embrace that character side of stage and so we like to have like really theatrical costumes and makeup and when we started the band we were all still in high school and so our mom was like hey you guys take too long to try and get ready I don't want to have an argument of what we're going to wear every time Right? why don't right. you guys wear cheerleading uniforms and you can like gossip up as much as you want you can make them all cool like whatever you want to do like why don't you wear that yeah. You, your fans are called Team GFM. You could be the cheerleaders. There you go. And so the first year we did it, they were. Just, it was really great. It cut a lot of time in getting mm -hmm. ready because we already knew this is the year for them. We were on stage. And so now it's become 
not necessarily a work uniform, but it's become, this is our like battle uniform. We put it on when we're going to go on stage yeah. and the company that makes them actually reached out to us and they, um, like they've sponsored us. They help cut the cost when it comes to making uniforms and they give us custom uniforms, mm -hmm. which is really cool. And so from that, we've made merch that matches. And so we have like tank tops that look like they're the cheer tops. So a lot of people oh. are getting them guys and girls can wear them now. So they just, it's, Cause we had little girls coming to the concerts in cheerleading, cheerleading uniforms. Oh, and so nice. guys are like, I want to wear something that matches. So now they have the tank tops and everything. And so it's a really cool thing to see just like an army of cheerleaders, oh, nice. <laughs> which is kind of funny, yeah, but it's, so it's cool. also really like heartwarming to see that people want to match what you wear on stage. Yeah. Um, are you going to do any in pink and black? Um, we've been thinking about it. We just didn't know Do who would it. wear it. Cause we wanted to make sure that everybody could wear the merch that we put out. And so yeah. We weren't. We were a little cautious about if guys would still buy pink and black tank tops because we oh, do have gotcha. the pink and black uniforms. So we've been thinking about it, but we aren't a hundred percent sure. Right. Like you could do like a um, a specialty thing, you know, like um, like, you a know, limited, like a run. like a limited run or something. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So just yeah. feel it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, or do a do a poll or something on social media about oh that's yeah yeah look at us giving you guys ideas. <laughs> um, now, uh, now I know you know a lot of bands what they're doing. I, people consume music differently today, which for better or for worse, it is what it is. Um, so a lot of bands are doing bundles where they'll have like the CD and a shirt or maybe just the CD or, you know what I mean? Like, are you guys doing any hard copies or is that just merchandise you have at your shows and then it's just digital? Like, how how do you guys work it? Uh, so we have hard copies of all our CDs because we just love being able to collect them. Mm. Um, like for other bands that we like to listen to. So we want to provide the opportunity for other people to collect our music. So we have all of our discography on hard copies and we sell them at shows. You can get them individually on our merch store. All of our t-shirts you can get individually. Um, the only thing that we have bundled right now are like the little items so like wristbands and stickers we bundled together um, and like posters and wristbands and we have a beach ball. So stuff like that that's small. That way you're not paying more for shipping than you are for the actual product. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, I might have to take that beach ball, get it, and take it to Sonic to, uh, to incarceration and uh, maybe spread a little... It's hot pink. Well, perfect. There you go. GFM. Spread some GFM fun around for everybody. And then somebody will catch it and be like, GFM. And then, you know, it'll be fun. So maybe I'll do that or something. Exactly. <laughs> so, um... I, I do like the term beauty core, um, and that was something that you guys just kind of came up with. That's kind of like your your term. That yeah, yeah. Um, so we like it started because we didn't know what to classify ourselves as, right. and so we would call ourselves metalcore, and people yeah. would say, "Oh, you're not metalcore," and then we're like. We would be like, oh, okay, so are, are we metal? Are we hard rock? I don't really know what we are. Right. And so we just got 
to a point where we just we just wanted to classify ourselves, and so we just made up our, our own genre. It was a joke, and we just called ourselves jokingly beauty core at the beginning because we're all girls, and it's like kind of the heavy music, but we're still singing in it. And so we're just like, well, we'll just make ourselves beauty core. Yeah. And a lot of the bands that we were playing shows with, they heard it, and they're like, that's a really cool thing. You guys should run with that. And at first, we're like, oh no, it's just a joke. But the more people heard it, they really like clung to it. They thought it was such a cool thing, and um, that we were like kind of involving women more as well. And so it's now become more than just a genre. It's more of a movement of all these women are coming into the metal genre and they have a place to belong now. It's not just, oh, I'm a girl and I sing in a band, but bands are usually like guys and I don't really fit in. Now it's like a, as a movement, like, oh, well, now I have a place to belong and I want all of the women in my life to be involved in this. And so it's a really... It's a really great thing to see, like, an, another community being built through that. Yeah, and, you know, honestly, um, I think it's a great thing, to to have a movement where all, of, all women can be together, where we can stand together. Yeah. You know, have you guys found, have you guys had any issues within the industries being that you're younger and you're women, you know, have you had to struggle? Um, I definitely feel like there's pros and cons and I feel like there's uh, pros and cons with um, men being in the industry too. But I would say with us that, um, I don't know, like we just, we always try to focus on like the positive, like Louis saying, yeah. but I mean, you're always going to have like the people that, uh, underestimate us or they don't or, take you seriously. Yeah, don't take you seriously. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people don't take other bands seriously too. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's like all male or just with one um, woman as like the lead singer or one woman as a bass player. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely try to stray away from like uh, relying on like, well, we're all females. Like, feel sorry for me that uh, listen to my music. Like, we try to put out our product as. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what's the word for it? To like show the, it, our work. Like equivalent. And so yeah. Yeah. we try to even the playing field, but then put like more effort into it just so um, like we always are giving 110% so people can see like, oh, well, it's more than just music. Like you guys are really great. You guys, are, it's not just a, like a show that you're putting on. Um, so just kind of, it, it pushes us to, to work harder. Right, right. Are you able to... When you go play shows, are you able to kind of be able to watch some of the other bands and maybe get some different ideas to, you know, maybe not like you need to add anything to your stage show, but just, you know, if you were looking to or whatever, you know, just to see some of the bands and see what they're doing, um, you know. Um, yeah, we do, every time we go to shows, it's kind of ruined this the experience in a way where we, every time we go to show, we're like, okay, what, how can we add something from this to our show? Because <laughs> um, we're always trying to improve, we're always trying to get better, and I think anyone, we can at least get one thing from each show, even if it's, you know, a pop singer, a country singer, an opera singer, there's one thing in each performance that, like, oh, if we did this, that would be so cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, definitely, uh, you definitely have to keep an open mind, too. It sounds like you ladies are, are very uh, open-minded and and uh, and stuff, so that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah, and willing to take chances. Yeah. Brave. Brave, yeah. brave, brave. 
<laughs> Have you ever tried anything and it didn't work, so you had to back Scrap out? Scrap that. Not back. Yeah, we. Yeah. It's just because we try to pull different, like, not necessarily dances, but like stage moves. So mm. the way you like interact with the song with the fans, and so sometimes. They just don't really work out. So the next day, like, mm, I don't think I'm going to do that again because I <laughs> fell over and it didn't feel good. <laughs> So, uh, how is it, you know, you guys are all sisters, so how is the dynamic with that? Are you guys yeah. get along all the time, or are there times when, you know, you kind of need butt, your space, kind of butt heads and <laughs> need your space? I mean, there's, there's always times that, you know, you get, don't get along. We're not the perfect, you know, perfect family. We never fight. <laughs> I don't really think there is ever a thing, but we definitely are super close. Yeah. We just kind of bicker about stupid things like no the sign actually said this no it didn't it did. <laughs> you know so we definitely have little bickery moments but it's it's more so we just enjoy hanging out like while we're on the road and it's really cool that we get to do the band thing together and we have a lot of common interests so we'll hang out watching anime or playing video games or just making desserts I'll, I'll make the desserts and I'll eat them and then <laughs> we just our roll a little bit yeah. of desserts and I eat them <laughs> so it's just it's hanging out chilling yeah. what we think communication over the years that we've done this is one of the most important things mm-hmm. um, and being humble too because like to grow you have to realize that something different like you have to do a change and so change is really hard for us <laughs> so we have to be humble and be able to take criticism because that's how you grow if you're not going to grow you just stay in one place at the one time so yes. it's yeah. definitely taught us that it's okay to not be right all the time. <laughs> yeah. right. We always tell people, like, we don't know how people are in, in bands that aren't with their siblings because, like, we just don't know how. Because we have, like, a, it's a system where we know, okay, we're not going to leave the band because we're related. And we know that we just have to work this out. Right. And, like, it's a, a deeper communication because we are all related. And we are just always with each other. So we kind of already know what we're thinking. Um, so we like we don't know how bands that aren't like that function. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a strange thing to us because we don't know how they can uh, like just keep going if they like don't have that connection. Well, I don't right. get how these big bands can not even talk to each other, have separate uh, buses and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like that <laughs> makes no that, like, sense to me at all. It's, you know, when you're on the road, you should be a fan. Spend that time. Together. You gotta live with these people for yeah. so long, mm-hmm. and so like you gotta be in a little van for <laughs> multiple hours on it. And so it's, if we're not getting along, it's kind of awkward. It's like, oh, yeah. you're mad. I'm mad. Let's just not be mad. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have siblings. I have a sister and a brother. I'm the oldest of of three. So, you know, we don't always get along, but I love I love my family and I love my siblings. And that'll never change. So, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you guys have each other's backs and especially with mom being your manager, which is nice, and dad coming along mm-hmm. when he can. That's super, super cool you guys can do this together as a, as a family. Yeah, we're just extremely blessed. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm happy for you, and uh, yeah, I just, uh, I wish I could go to the festivals you were playing. You're playing at this, this summer, but I'm definitely going to order a, a pink uh, beach ball so I can bring it to incarceration and and uh, like hit it around the VIP area. And at least I'm, I'm spreading some GFM other than being playing. Do it. 
Well, we're cool. We're doing. We got side stage, so we'll just yeah. pop it right on the stage. There you go. There you go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. All right. Well. Yep. Just um. Have you guys ever been able to meet or get a chance to talk to artists that have influenced you as musicians? Definitely, yeah. Um, this past year, we went when we played in Germany. Lacey Stern was playing there, and so oh, yeah. we played with her back in 2016 at a different festival. And she was the one who like helped us realize that women can scream as well. And so she kind of got us into that part of the genre that we've kind of created, where we have screaming and it's all female voices. And so being able to meet her was like a super cool thing. And it's like, wow. I've looked up to you ever since I was little and now I'm playing shows with you and it's like we're equal and that's a really crazy thing and um, she's like such a down to earth person and she was so nice to us and, like she had she knew who we were and I'm like how do you know who we are that's crazy <laughs> um, <laughs> so people like that we've met um, Maddie from Memphis Mayfire he nice. was at that Germany show and um, we've gone and got coffee with him before and it's like we grew up listening to his music and stuff which is crazy that we are, we're meeting with him when we're playing shows with him and um Joey Sturgis is working on our newest project that we're about to put out um, for our music and stuff. And so we grew up to, with all the bands that he has produced. We grew up listening to them. And so yeah. now he is putting us on his like bands that he's worked with. And that is like the most surreal thing ever because it's like, wow, we're on like Joey Sturgis' list and now he's working on our music. Like we've, like, we've made it. <laughs> like, it's, like It's a really surreal thing because you just, you never know how far you can go and so it's like seeing how far we've come and it's like we're just beginning it's, it's so crazy to think about what potential there is to happen right what uh how'd you guys get how did you hook up with joey because you're right he has worked with some very notable artists so how did that um so the person yeah. we recorded with for our last ep oh the horror um we were in the middle of writing it and we were shopping for producers and we didn't know who we were going to work with. And, um, we wrote a song with Josiah Prince from Disciple mm. and he mentioned his friend Eric and he's like, you guys should write a song with Eric. I don't know if you're looking for more writers, but if you want uh, to write with Eric, he's really great. He's really good at the rock stuff. And we're like, okay. And so we called him and, um, it was like a super great writing session. It was done in a couple hours and it was like a song that we, we knew we wanted it, but we didn't know how to create it. And it was exactly what we were thinking in our heads without even having to tell him. And, um, we just, we clashed, we didn't clash, but like we worked together really well and everything meshed. And, um, when it comes to writing, it's three teenage girls. So we're just constantly spitting out stuff and it's like, like very ADHD writing. And he was able to like decipher everything that we were saying. And he was able to understand that. And so it was just a really great experience. So we decided to work with him and, um, his partner, Billy Decker, he's actually really big in the country world. And so he's produced all of like Sam Hunt stuff. And he he has like 16 number one, just because he's worked like uncle cracker and like, all these big bands who are in, or all these big bands are like artists that are in the country genre, but he wanted to make a, his name in the rock world. And so he's like, I want to work with you guys in new project. So he, um, him and Eric co-produced Oh the Horror. And he was friends with Joey Sturgis. He made a 
um, for a bunch of drum plugins with him because he's really big into like drums and programming drums and everything. And so Joey started like he had some issues in the last project, but it was basically already done, and so he couldn't really do anything. But he like called dibs on the next one. So he's like, I called dibs. I want to work on the next one. So we um, like ended up writing all of our stuff and sent it to him. He like put his magic touch on it and everything sounds great. We thought this song sounded great before, but then we sent them to Joey and he sent them back and they were like 10 times better. So it's just, it's a really cool thing. Just how small the business world Mm -hmm. and the music industry really is. Everybody knows each other. And so we try to make it, um, our top priority to treat everyone with kindness because you never know who knows somebody. Yes. Yes. Well said. Well said. Well said. So my, I want to make sure we uh, we get it out to our audience as far as you know where people can can purchase your 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 uh, your materials as far as like social media and just keep up with what's going on and, and tours and all that stuff. Yeah, so everything is super simple. It's all the GFM band, just so it's easy to look up. All of our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter, YouTube. We have a TikTok now. It's all nice. the GFM band. Um, our website is thegfmband.com. Uh, we're on all like digital download and streaming sites. So if you go to thegfmband.com, they're all linked. So you can click on like the Spotify link, you can click on the iTunes link, the Google Play link. It gets all there. And um, we have a Patreon now. It's patreon.com slash thegfmband. So it's all super easy to find because it's all the same tag. <laughs> nice, nice. That's awesome. Well, Ladies, it's been an absolute joy. I hope you had fun. Uh, that's our ultimate goal here. Yeah. <laughs> Is, uh, well, we really appreciate the opportunity to talk and come on a platform. Yeah, well, definitely. Definitely. Anytime. Anytime. Well, you guys have a blessed <laughs> Sunday and um, go and, and, and uh, just enjoy the rest of your day. We'll keep on jamming GFM here on House of Noise. And I can't wait until uh, one of these days you make it out to the great state of Michigan and we get to actually meet you in person and, and have our faces officially melted off. So. <laughs> officially. Well, thank you again for having us. This was really great. Well, well thank you're you very for coming welcome. on as well. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on and giving us your time. So it's been a pleasure. <laughs> well, have a good rest of your day. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.